Hello, and welcome to Surviving Unemployment. I want today to take a break from all the networking to give you a word of encouragement from a wonderful story that I recently read. Um, It's a book called You Can Begin Again, and the author is Joyce Meyer. So this is from chapter three, and it's the chapter is titled It's Never Too Late. And this part of the chapter, it's never too late for success. And so they're telling the story of Harlan Sanders, who eventually becomes the um, the founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken. And the story is, is not too long, and I'm going to read it to you because it's a beautiful story. And I hope that this provides you with um, a word of encouragement to kind of get you out of your rut if you're feeling like... I've really screwed up and I don't really feel like I can put my best foot forward. These stories are really encouraging because they they're, they act as a reminder that you're not alone, that other people have also gone through difficulties, but they've pushed themselves out of that rut. So I'm going to read to you from this book, You Can Begin Again, page 54. On September 9th, 1890, Harlan Sanders was born in the rural Midwestern town of Henryville, Indiana. Harlan's father died when Harlan was only six years old, leaving him to watch his two younger siblings each day as his mother returned to the workforce to provide for the family. By the age of seven, Harlan learned the art of cooking as he settled into his role as caregiver for his younger siblings. But this was one of his few early accomplishments. Harlan dropped out of school in sixth grade and moved from job to job as a teenager and young adult. He tried his hand at a number of different occupations, including farmhand, army mule tender, motel operator, tire salesman, unsuccessful political candidate, and gas station operator. At the age of 40, Harlan was running a service station in Corbin, Kentucky. Though others may have felt sorry for themselves to be stuck working at a service station, Harlan used the opportunity to display his home-taught culinary skills and feed hungry travelers. Quick and delicious, Harlan's signature dish became the topic of conversation all over the state. Travelers would make Harlan's gas station a regular stop as they so they could enjoy the cooking. He eventually moved his operation out of the service station and started a restaurant across the street. He spent many years in the restaurant perfecting his cooking technique and his special blend of spices. Business was booming and the locals raved over chicken that was finger looking good. Harlan's future finally began to look bright. However, at the age of 60, Harlan was forced to close his restaurant when the state built a new highway where his restaurant was located. It appeared the dream was over. Harlan was too old to begin again. How would he respond? It seemed like he was out of options. He was too old. It was too late. But Harlan refused to sit by feeling depressed and sorry for himself. Instead, he acted. Many people might see their first social security check as a sign that life is ending. Harlan saw it as a sign that life was just beginning. He took the first check of $150 and used it to begin franchising his signature dish, fried chicken. He traveled across the country frying up chicken for any restaurant that would let him. He negotiated deals that paid him a nickel for every chicken the restaurant sold using his blend of herbs and spices. In 1964, with over 600 franchised outlets around the country, Harlan sold his interest in the company for $2 million to a group of investors. The company went public two years later and was listed on the New York Stock Exchange a few years after that. Harlan stayed very involved in the company he founded. He spent the rest of his life traveling 250,000 miles a year, visiting his restaurants around the country. He became famous the world over. However, no one called him Harlan anymore. They call him Colonel. 
Colonel Sanders, the face of Kentucky Fried Chicken, knew this one thing about life. It's never too late to begin again. I hope that this story is an inspiration to anyone who feels like it's just too late for them to do something and accomplish something. I know that sometimes the cliches of the power of determination and the power of imagination and the power of possibility, sometimes they get old and sometimes they feel like another cliche, I don't want to deal with this, but I think that sometimes hearing the stories of people who had it worse off than I did, my father never died when I was young. I didn't have to quit school. Um, I didn't have to work grunt jobs. I, I mean, if I thought the jobs I had were a grind, imagine what it's like to work at a gas station and deal with people who literally will spit on you if you don't do the work that they ask or if they just happen to take out their frustrations on you that day. I would say that compared to what he had, I would have cushy jobs. Um, and I think putting, changing your perspective and changing your mindset that people had it worse than I did and they came out better. That's an incentive to me to see that like, if I had it this good, I shouldn't be doing better. It's almost like pushing me to work harder because, you know, someone can really take lemons and make lemonade. I can do the same. Maybe it takes a little bit of courage. Maybe it takes a little bit of, you know, I really don't mind that people are putting me down. I don't mind that I don't, I'm just not going to listen to that kind of negative talk in my head anymore. I'm just going to do it. And if this story inspires you, I hope that it helps you to just get off the bed and, and go put your best foot forward and follow whatever it is that you're dreaming to follow because maybe it is a possibility. Thanks for listening.